Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. today's Business Breakthrough Podcast. I am so thrilled to have my friend Andrew Cap with me today. Andrew, welcome to the show. Esty, thank you so much for having me. Really excited to be here. I loved our last conversation and I can't wait to see where we go with this one. Me neither. So guys, a little bit more about Andrew. His latest offering, The Last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read, offers readers a never before seen understanding of the topic. And it This book has enjoyed continued success, including over 1,600 five-star reviews, number one bestseller status in multiple categories on Amazon, and a growing YouTube channel devoted to it. So this is your big thing now, but I want to know what came before this. Wow. Well, do we have five hours? Because a lot- Bullet point. Bullet point version. I've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years now. So the the, the very first thing I started out was an art production studio (laughs) because I wanted to have the next Garfield and I wanted to just be a cartoonist when that didn't work out. um, But I saw that the aspect of business that I was good at was just in terms of networking and getting myself out there. I started taking on clients. When that burned me out, I took a little time off from the side hustle uh, or turned it into side hustles and and did a few things full time. And basically slowly but surely I've built myself into all the aspects of my personality that I really like leaning into the most that I think can provide the most value that I can think can give me the most fulfillment. So for a while there, I was a marketing consultant and a copywriter just because uh, I like to think I have a a comfortable way with words. But then uh, in 2019, I made this decision of, listen, I want to pick a project that I can be so excited about and never get bored where if a customer emails me to be candid, I'm never going to get bored or restless like responding to them. And that's where I said, okay, I've never really revealed this whole thing about this law of attraction and the impact it's made on my life, how it turned everything around from really bad to really awesome in a really short period of time. And I figured, okay, can I contribute something new to the conversation and literally give something to people that they've never had before? And I thought, all right, let's do this in the lens of what happens, whether it's law of attraction or nutrition or health or weight loss or whatever, why do we find good things out, get really excited, start to use the content, start to get results and still quit. And I'm like, if I can address that and help people catch themselves in the act so that that doesn't happen anymore through the lens of law of attraction, since I know it well, I will have done my job. So that's kind of like the long there to here path that I've kind of been on here. That that was definitely a good bullet point version. So just not everyone has heard of the law of attraction, and I mm-hmm. definitely have, um, but why don't you break it down? What is the law of attraction? Yeah, so law of attraction is rooted in the premise that everything is energy. Your energy, I'm energy, the devices that we're speaking on is energy, and so are our thoughts. And it's also rooted in the idea that like energies, which are really frequencies because everything's vibrating at a frequency, like attracts like, meaning... The law of attraction just is like about like, but the way it relates to us or the way that it matters to us is understanding that like frequencies attract like frequencies. From where I sit, we can be strategic in choosing thoughts, feelings, images in our mind 
that will put out that vibration and invite more pleasurable life experiences into our world. Okay, I love that. So give me an example. Example, um, job promotion. And I, I love that because I'll actually, within the confines of that, I'll explain why uh, there, I mean, for your, you, you know, I know you've got like a lot of uh, people that are in business, so they don't need to get a job promotion because they promoted themselves to owner, but everyone still relates to uh, job promotion, right? So imagine a situation where you were literally like focusing on that job promotion and all of a sudden good ideas are, are popping into your mind that are going to impress the boss. All of a sudden you're doing something at work more efficiently. All of a sudden you're seeing something from a different angle that you hadn't before and you're making a huge dent or a huge impression in that office, in that department, in that organization, maybe the vice president's noticing or whatever it might be. But the reason I want to pick that is because Again, I doubt your audience would worry, but I think a lot of people have been like, okay, Andrew, I've been thinking about the job promotion for a year already, and it's not in there. Where's your law of attraction now? To which I asked them, okay, whether it's a job promotion or whether it's more sales or whatever it might be, are you thinking about that thing with a sense of impatience, frustration, jealousy, any kind of negativity, or are you thinking about it in terms of confidence, enthusiasm, and gratitude? Because if you're thinking about the thing with impatience and frustration and fear and uncertainty and doubt, you're not actually thinking about the thing that you want. You're thinking about the opposite of it, which is frustrating you and your emotions are telling you you're thinking in the wrong direction and attracting or reinforcing the lack of that. Whereas if you suddenly feel gratitude for it, then you're on the right track and you're actually putting out the frequencies to invite what you want back to you. Love it. I love that. So let's, I want to make that even more practical, right? Because, and I know with all my studies on this, the hardest thing to do is to get into the positive frame of mind when you're seeing the negative reality, right? Yes. So let's go in a business sense. So let's go sales, right? And in my programs and even my clients, everyone wants more clients and more sales and more business. Like that's, I mean, in my world, that's what people come to me for. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. And so we sit there and we have to say, okay, you got to approach this with confidence, enthusiasm, and gratitude, but they're sitting there going, my bank account is empty. I don't know what to do, right? Yes. And like, okay, this is what you're going to do. And they go, okay, but right now my bank account is empty and I don't have the clients. So how do I know that I'm going to have the clients? How do I yes. know that it's going to work? Wow. So there's so many directions to take this. And I'm going to go a little bit, um, a little woo here, just a little out there to tell people that they actually don't want clients. They don't want more sales. What they want is the feeling of financial security and certainty and survival security and certainty of taking care of themselves and their families that goes along with it. They're viewing the clients and the sales as the lens or the vehicle by which that could happen. And they're not wrong about that, by the way. That is one way of many. To which I'd say, okay, you know what? You are frustrated. There's things going on here. And P.S., by the way, let's just pretend that the universe doesn't exist and that law of attraction isn't real. Let's just understand that your subconscious mind is a supercomputer that will govern a lot of actions for you. So even if you don't believe in putting out the vibration, we want to program our subconscious mind, which will respond by doing a lot of awesome stuff for us. And again, govern our thoughts, ideas, insights, and wisdom and, and moves and everything else to get us what we want. So I want to throw that out there. But with that said, the thing about this is the problem is when we're coming at something from a sense of frustration, we're going to be very resistant to it. What I like to do is I want to throw that immediate thing out of the equation and ask what I, and basically ask, okay, is there a way that in the midst of all this craziness, you can take five minutes out to put yourself through a gratitude process that you actually look forward to independent of the results that you're going to get or not get from it. 
Can you have something that you look forward to so much that it isn't an inconvenience? It's a choice rather than a chore. It's something that you get to do rather than something you have to do because I've yet to find a, you know, a huge football fanatic that's looked me straight in the face and said, Andrew, you mean I have to go to the Super Bowl this year? It's like, no, they're going to deal with the plane ride. They're going to deal with baking out in the hot sun in the stadium and all the other insta- you know, inconveniences because they want to be at the Super Bowl because they're huge football fans. Whereas I would challenge people to find a gratitude method or a gratitude process or a visualization process or scripting, which we can talk about, that is so enjoyable, but also only five minutes a day because they're so busy that they can look forward to it and be consistent with that. And here's the thing about all this. When you're consistent with this, you're getting a win no matter what, because even if you're not attracting universally or vibrationally these wonderful things, you are giving yourself a five-minute reprieve from all the stress and uncertainty that you are dealing with. So physiologically speaking, and studies showing you that gratitude will improve confidence, improve sleep, reduce anxiety, just that in and of itself, you're already getting a win. But to all, you know, past that, all I would say is if you actually can do that, without putting a stress on how or when things are gonna happen and lean into that, you might be pleasantly surprised to see, to see things unfold in a certain way. And when we're talking about, and I wanna end this up soon because I don't wanna make these too long-winded answers, but when we're talking about the context of more sales and more clients, what you might notice is a sense of ease, which is gonna bleed over into your sales pitches in ways that you can't choreograph consciously. You're just gonna have an easy way about you where people can be like, I like you. I don't feel like, and obviously it's not like people are trying to cheat them to begin with, but when you're coming at a relaxed energy to like, I like you, I could tell that you're not out to cheat me. I trust you. Let's do this. Let's sign on a dotted line and do something. You're also going to find yourself coming up with ideas of, okay, here is a better way to present my product or service, or you're just going to find yourself scrolling on Facebook or Instagram, and you're going to happen upon that ad or that resource or that something that helps you make the one minor shift in your business where things, maybe it'll explode into many differences, or maybe it'll be one minor change that starts a rabbit hole or a snowball of things getting better and better and better and better. I know that was a long-winded answer, but I guess I want to give people a lot of little uh, you know, checkpoints here where there's so many limitless possibilities, but it just begins with saying, regardless of what's happening in the moment, let me find ways of being grateful for even a few minutes a day, knowing that if I don't believe in the universe, at the very least, it's building up momentum psychologically for me. I love that. Okay, now let's make it even more practical. How do they do that? Yeah, so this is, here's, here's the easy part. And by the way, I can, I can teach you one of my methods, but you basically take five minutes and you say, okay, what can I be grateful for? For example, um, and we haven't spoken about this. We might, we might not have time today to talk about it, but I turned around my financial situation from business dead in the water to making more money than at any point in my life back then in only four months. And the method that I tweaked and modified and made my, made my own that I most attribute to that, which obviously inspired action, I still took action, but the method, the gratitude method I had here is I call it the time-lapse. And that's basically where you're going to take 15 things that you're grateful for, five of them from your past, five are from your present, and five are from your future. And you're just going to write those things down all in the present tense. Whereas if you you went through that whole list and you read it to somebody, they wouldn't know whether it happened, it is happening, whether it's true, whether it's false. So you take that list of 15 things written out in the present tense, and you're going to jumble up the list. So maybe the first thing is a past one, and then the future, and then a present, and another present, who cares? Then you're gonna go through the list one at a time and whether you say it out loud or say it in your mind, again, it doesn't matter, it's all in your comfort. You're gonna say the thing and you're gonna give yourself 20 to 60 seconds to just feel and experience gratitude for that thing. And here's the cool twist, whether you believe in the subconscious mind or the universe or both, two thirds of that list is real. 
meaning it either has happened or is happening in your three-dimensional tangible physical space reality, meaning the gratitude you feel for two-thirds of that list cannot be manipulated or replicated or manufactured out of thin air because it's genuine. But because we as humans psychologically don't downshift very easily, the gratitude that you feel for those past and current things will carry over into the gratitude that you feel for the future things. Meaning, again, depending on your beliefs, you're either sending out a stronger vibrational magnetic signal out to the universe, or you're sending out a deeper, more convincing, more powerful programming into your subconscious mind. And, and everyone that's done research knows that Olympic athletes, they go countless times in their mind through their event before they ever actually do it physically because they have learned that your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between imagined and real. It's experiencing it all on the same level, meaning it's a very potent way of programming it. And here I've shown you how to say, all right, I've strategically said, here are things that you're feeling good in the moment, which in and of itself has value, but I've also shown you how to take five things that you really want and made them feel really good and a lot more accessible to you in that moment, which ideally you'll look forward to and you'll do it the next day after that as well. I like that. And then do you use the same list every day? Do you make a new list every day? That's the beauty of this. Everyone has basically the only rule that I have, and I'm hesitant to call it a rule, is that you feel good while thinking about what you have or what you want or both. Meaning it's up to you. If the same list feels good to you and you're enthusiastic, do it. If you want to mix it up a little bit, do it. If you want to pick two or three things that are on every single list, but change other things, do it. There are no rules. There are no limits. There are no restrictions other than doing something that feels good for you. And if you're uncertain of what to do, start with that same list and keep doing it until you get that inkling or that feeling that you want to mix it up a little bit. But there's no wrong way of doing it as long as you feel good. I love that. And I love how practical that is. And I love how easy, is this the kind of stuff that's in your book? Like, I love that. Yeah. The, the goal, so the goal of the book, I mean, in terms of the methods that it gives is I try to give very crystal, crystal clear, easy to follow instructions, but embedded in those instructions is the understanding that everyone is free to tweak the steps in any way that they wish if there is a tweaking of the step that will feel better or be easy or e more easily accessible to them. So it's very clear if they want to follow it by the numbers, but there's also freedom if they want to tweak it. For example, I said do five, five, and five. Maybe you don't have, maybe you only have time for three, three, and three, or maybe you're ambitious and um, I wouldn't do this because I get impatient. Maybe you want to do 20, 20, and 20. As long as you actually feel good and you don't, and you're not impatient and you're not frustrated and there's no negative emotions involved, you can tweak it in any way that you wish that will work for you personally. I love that. I'm taking notes. I hope the rest of you are taking notes. I'm ready on page so two <laughs> of my notes for today. So tell me a little bit more about how you transformed your business from dead in the water to uh, thriving in four months, because that's a nice so, time span. So just for clarity, I didn't um, transform my business from dead. Well, I went from my business being dead in the water to me making a lot of money, meaning in those four months, and this was back in 2008, I made a few tweaks so that part of my business, an easier part, um, I, I just had people coming to me for one step, but I also took a job at that point. I did a, a nine to five job for a couple of years, but the job in that moment came very easily. I negotiated um, in a heartbeat $10,000 more than I could have just by um, simply like putting it out there and adding one sentence. Um, the cover letter that I wrote, and again, is this the universe? Is this my subconscious mind being really efficient? But I remember finding that job on Craigslist and I there's a random place to find a job. Yeah. Well, back this like back in 2008, you could find okay. everything. In, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have recommended finding in a significant other, but you could find your apartment and your job on Craigslist back then. Got and it. some people actually did find their significant other. That's another story. Um, but yeah, so basically I see this job 
And out of the blue, I just write this perfectly worded, very attractive. Again, like I think copywriters would appreciate this cover letter that put it out there. And it was this very easy, seamless um, process of getting that job, which injected a lot of income into the situation. But again, it was one of those things where I was, you know, sitting on my couch visualizing, but by that same token, when ideas were coming to me, I was inspired to do something, meaning I still took the action of going on that job, job ad. I still took the action when people, you know, again, all of a sudden were coming to me for very specific things in my business and being willing to only do that part. I'm like, okay, I'll do that work for you. Whereas before that, and all I can do is credit the, uh, the visualizations. Before that, people were not asking to do one part of the business. They were asking for all the different pieces, which burned me out, which was not sustainable financially or energetically for me. And I'm not even sure if I gave you that a complete answer here, but basically it was a thing where, you know, for, for all that time, every single day, I did five or 10 minutes of visualizations. And then I just followed my heart and followed my gut on taking action. And it unfolded in such a seamless way. And it really wasn't the money, but that wasn't the only thing that fixed because um, what happened was in 2008, I had this really bad week where I quit my business. I finally gave up on it um, to save a relation, a three relationship that was on death's door. And three days later, she breaks up over text. So I didn't just lose my business. I lost my girlfriend of three years. Wow. Um, so I kind of felt like 90% of my life was done. And it was at that point where I looked back and said, okay, of all these things that I've done in my life, law of attraction seemed to kind of start to work whenever I actually did it and didn't stop. So believe it or not, the money was four months, but in only three months, I actually had found a, a, new, a new girlfriend, a way better, way healthy relationship. Within only two weeks, I actually felt better, which is saying a lot with a broken heart. Within six months, I was in the best shape of my life. So it was this weird thing of all these different things happening, unfolding over time, as I just kept doing methods, kept inviting, thing, inv inviting things to come, kept following my gut and all the new ideas that popped in. And I, even uh, I lost 25 pounds in a seven week period. I didn't do that sitting on my couch. I did that working out with Sensei, but I wasn't working out with Sensei to lose weight. I was working out with Sensei to feel better about myself. I wasn't trying to lose weight. Who is Sensei? I uh, my, uh, you know, I went to a dojo. So I went with, a, okay. I went back to my sensei after years, which I had to take off. I had to stop going to the dojo because I wanted to be a cartoonist and I was worried about breaking my hand and not being able to fulfill my contract. So with that over, I go back to my, my sensei to feel better about myself because I just had my heart broken. And I'm just working out doing my thing. I don't care about how I look. I just want to feel better. And I remember at a party, um, someone's like, hey, Andrew, your jaw's looking a little more chiseled. Like, what are you doing? And then I'm curious and I hop on the scale. I'm like, oh my God, I lost 25 pounds. Wow. I was not even trying to do that. I made two dietary changes that I both, I was inspired to, um, to cut out soda, like, you know, um, any, any sugar, any sugar stuff. And I cut out processed foods. I was just inspired to do that one day, which I think contributed to losing 25 pounds. So I did three dimensional human things, but I was inspired to take those actions, which was fueled by the processes of doing gratitude and visualizations and things like that. I think that was the foundation of everything for me that fueled all these insights, all these ideas, and also the determination to stick with it, like working out with Sensei, even though he yelled at me a lot, like it was like I was in the Karate Kid or something. And you know, go on dates and go on the dating websites and look around on profiles, even though my heart was still broken at the time. I love that. So you explained gratitude and I have so many places I want to go with this conversation because I remember, okay, tiny detour. I remember, uh, gotta be like 12 years ago. So before the woo-woo stuff was like as mainstream as it is today. Mm -hmm. um, and I met someone who uh, said they were doing weight loss through visualization. I'm like, that's adorable, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're nuts and a half. Um, 
And I remember them saying like, they just, they're doing weight loss through visualization, sitting every day and visualizing, you know, themselves getting stronger and leaner and slimmer. And uh, they lost like 50 pounds. And I remember looking at him and being like, okay, this is weird. I don't really get it. Now, obviously he had to make dietary changes as well. I don't think he was eating the same food. Meaning I, I think a lot of people mistake this whole idea of law of attraction and manifestation and you know, um, thinking grow rich and all these things. It's like, okay, I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna think, I'm gonna open my wallet and dollar bills are gonna appear. No, and no one really believes that. And then they just chuck the whole thing, all right? There are actions that you take and you're inspired to take certain actions or your or your, your hunger signals are just different, right? Because you're visualizing yourself in a different way or your your muscles, like your, your ability to do five more reps is different. You know, I know for myself, I was working on a five minute plank for uh, I think a year almost before I was able to do it. When I started, I was able to do like a minute and a half. Yeah, it, 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 it builds up. Also, by the way, you're under less stress, which means your brain and your body are not producing the chemicals that build up or maintain fat cells in the same way. So just feeling better about yourself is also something. So that visualization thing has power, whether you believe in the universe or not, because it's all body chemistry. If you're putting Love yourself- that. So now break down visualization, because you broke down gratitude, break down visualization. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for part two going live Thursday. And of course, subscribe. You do not want to miss this. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?